yeah. All right, y'all, you're here for another Kingdom Building Conversation. In the building virtually, I got my man, the one and only, hailing from Jacksonville, Florida, Duval yeah. in the house, Brinson himself, the man is in the building. What's up, brother? What's cracking? I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be here. I'm happy to be talking to my brother Trig. You know what I'm saying? You've been you've been out here killing the game for for a long time, dude. And um, I appreciate you having me, man. It's good to see you again, man. It's good to see you. And I'm 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 excited because when I saw your post a couple weeks ago, it took me it took me. I wasn't. You know how you surprised, but then you go, I shouldn't be surprised. You do know what I'm saying? Because I, I know how long you've been putting in the work. You dig know what I'm saying? And just once again, made me reminisce from some of the early days, man, just catching each other at different events and whatnot. But when you said, wow, man, it's the 10th album. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. this dude is at the 10th album. I mean, how many artists make it to 10 albums, right? Let's just, I mean, even just starting to CHH. How many Not artists? Many. Not many. Not me. I mean, off, off top, independently. Right. Sure, sure. Off, off top, the only one I could think it's a few. Maybe I think seven. Okay. And K Drama, K Drama dropped his tenth last year. Yeah. Gotcha. And, um, I think it was a. Uh, I think the CHH community did him a disservice by not celebrating him more. We should have. I thought, which I thought was a, a, a huge accomplishment for him, yeah. you know, being being the guy who had one of the biggest uh, songs in, in Christian rap absolutely. history. Period. Air Jordan, on, Air Jordan on Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And him, and him being such a, a stand up guy and just a big support and uh, such a loving guy, I think we as as community did a disservice to him, you know, and, and we missed yeah a time to celebrate one of the. One of the poster childs of uh, Christian rap, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, outside of Seven and, and him, can't name. Wow. I can't name it. Wow. So so and that's a good point, man. We we you know what? It's never too late. We sh- we should think about how we go back and do that. And that's a that's one thing I love about your heart, man. And and thanks for pushing even on the uh, the Mr. Solo tribute because I know it, initially. You know, I go through my own. We all we all process differently. You do know what I'm saying, right. and I'm, I know when right. I saw the news on Mr. Solo, I was grieved, man. For I, I just that was a CD, one of their first CDs, man. You just used to rock in my player. Boom, boom, yeah, 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 boom, 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 You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you just start hearing all the songs and whatnot. And then when you hit me and said, "Man, you know, somebody's got to do a tribute or something," I'm like, you know, Brinson, that's that's my man right there. He, you 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 hit something, brother. So you you pushed, and I'm I'm glad you did, man, because it just made me just jump and say, you know what? Let me just. The team wasn't even ready, you know. what I mean, we didn't have anyone else to do it, so I just did it, man, and and just pulled yeah, it together. Yeah, it's it's essential, bro. Like yeah. I think I think, uh, and we missed the opportunity with him while he was here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think like for cats like yourself who has seen the progression of the movement, like you know, like key artists that yeah. have put in work and like some of the unsung heroes like sure. guys like Todd Banks, you know what she I'm saying? Has. Like dude yeah. when 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 I rededicated my life, like that guy's music with ADF and like that underground council yes, CD, man. that mug kept me 
in church. Yes. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Like, bruh, listen, when before he changed his name to Todd Bangs, when it was Trey Z, Trey Z. And the first yeah. time he came out and said, thank you, Lord God, for bringing me through, right? Yeah, that yeah, joint yeah. right there on his knees. You know what I'm saying? So him and, and Jay Silas, now Jay Johnson, and yeah. Stephen Brindle, um, yeah. Timothy Brindle. I mean, just, just cats who just labored and had such theology coming through yeah. with such lyricism uh, that was compelling. Yeah. I think our secular counterparts do a, a better job at honoring uh, the people who did massive work when our genre has had such a better heart impact in mm. the lives of people. Like mm. um, uh, K-9, I was looking at while he put out his new project called 45, yeah. I saw people responding to him saying, I raised my kids on your music. Like, yeah, yeah. seeing something like that, like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. affecting generations yeah. if you have a generational effect now I'm, you know what i'm saying and you know we we celebrate pop and big and and big l and big pun but these guys didn't help walk and escort people to the altar and across the christ yeah. which i think is way more valuable than the hot 16 that was in uh the tunnel in new york city you know what i'm saying yeah yeah well keep pushing us man keep pushing us on that man i love your heart on that bro keep pushing us we can talk after this i got some you, you know you, you're making me generate some ideas bro so we'll <laughs> we'll talk even the idea you we talked about before we started filming so all yeah, right cool yeah, yeah all right so listen before we jump into throw the crown this 10th album crown. throw the crown before we jump into that for those who don't know you, man, let me just throw some questions at you just so people can get just to know who Brenton is. This dude with the beard and these shades so consistently. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's so consistent. <laughs> this dude. Okay, so I'm going to hit you with some questions. Don't overthink them. Just answer them real they, quick. They, oh, oh, this like, this like. It's a lightning this round. This like rapid fire. This is a rapid fire lightning round. Don't overthink them. Okay, let's that. go. I'm ready for that. All right, you All ready? Right. Yeah. All right, here we go. Favorite food? Pizza. Favorite vacation spot? Japan. iPhone or Android? Android. Favorite board game? Monopoly. Mmm. Monopoly. Okay. Favorite CHH artist? K9. Favorite movie? Lord God. So you can't do me like this because, listen, I'm a movie buff, right? Bruh, listen. Like, I'm, a, I'm a movie buff, so you, I got... All that you doing right there, you just thinking while you're talking. Favorite okay. movie. Favorite favorite Western. Tombstone. Okay. Favorite favorite animated uh movie. It's a tie between End of the Spider Verse and Up. Okay. Uh Up with, okay. A action. Man. Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Okay. Big, okay. Big Trouble in Little okay. China. Uh Slash Infinity War. Um, drama. Uh, Heartbreak Ridge. Heartbreak Ridge. Okay. Um, okay. 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 Oh, okay. Man. Okay. Kid right. movie. Kid movie. Kung Fu Panda. Boy, you you, <laughs> you, you, you went through like five genres. This, hey, boy, I, I told you I'm a buff. I got the, you know what I'm saying? All right. Got you. I'm going to let you get away with that since it's your 10th album. If it wasn't your 10th, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. All right. I okay. gave you a lot of latitude. All right. Okay. All right. Favorite uh, video game? 
Street Fighter. Favorite gaming system? Switch. Switch? Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. Okay. Because it's portable. Because it's portable. Okay. You hook it up to the TV. You take it on a plane when we could get on planes. You know, Switch. Switch. Smash Bros. Yeah. Got it. Got it. First car. Ah! I had an 81 uh, hatchback Volvo that was like a tank. Yeah. It had, <laughs> it had rims that, that you, you remember when the rims used to stick out? Uh huh. So, and it was all metal. So, if anybody hit it, them little, that little, uh, that, the that, knockoff that joints. New, that new stuff, you, it'll crumble. Yeah, My, yeah, yeah. That 81 Volvo was metal, metal. Yeah. Them that joints were crushed. Is, it's, it's, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah them Volvos were built for safety, too. That, that was, I mean, that's their moniker, right? Built for safety. So, yeah. yeah. 81 Volvo for uh, $800. Okay. Favorite uh, social media platform? Instagram. Least least favorite. TikTok. Mm, mm-hmm. That's cause that's cause I did not know. I hear that, brother. Me, I'm, yeah. I'm there too. I've been enjoying Swift with his children. Swift. I yeah. never heard of. Art Swift. Oh, R yeah. Swift. Yeah, R Swift. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you 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 done pulled up a new app. I'm no, like, no, no, I no, no, no. No, R Swift with with doing his TikToks with his kids. I love it. Um, okay. All right, it's last one. It's hardest one. Goat. Jordan or LeBron? <laughs> you don't even want to be. <laughs> All right, so check check me out. So so so, as a human. Mm. LeBron all day. Mm, mm, all mm. day LeBron. All day LeBron. Okay. Well look, you got the uh the I promise school. Uh-huh. You got my vote for president, bro. Yeah. Um but but dude, I was I was watching the ninety six finals, bro. I mean, I watched a whole bull series. As a part of the last dance? Documentary? No, no, no. Oh, you I, just went back I and watched the live. whole thing. You went. Oh, you like, okay. I watched it live. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I watched it. So, LeBron. Yeah, yeah. LeBron. I got LeBron. Yeah. I got LeBron. And, and here's why. Because yeah. I know the debate's gonna start. I know. Yeah. The reason is LeBron went to the finals, and he carried the team. B.J. Armstrong was dope. Yeah. Cool coach was dope. Look, Cartwright, as old as he was, he was still good. Dennis Rodman, Pippen, like, put Jordan on another team. Right. Let's see. But then, you know, and LeBron ain't have Phil Jackson. I right, mean, right. But, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I, uh, Exactly. That's a tough one. That's, it's, That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, I mean, man. Yeah. And we can't th- we can't say rings because then we we talk rings. We say Bill Russell over both of them. Right. No, it's it's, it's a tough one, bro. It's going. Who listen, you got? Who you got? You can't turn it. Listen. First of all, I give you a lot of latitude. <laughs> <laughs> 
give you a lot of latitude and a lot of questions, okay? You can't now be you can't now spin them around or whatnot, bro. Now, I, Look, I just look. Text, text me later. Just tell me later. Just I, I got you. Later. I got later. you. I think this is a conversation that's going to go on, man, for years. It's going to go on for years because there's there's always going to be so many points of analysis, right? That aren't all points of analysis. They aren't all rational points, right? There's this there's a lot of emotion in these kind of discussions. You know what I mean? But I mean, I think I think a more fair question would be Kobe or LeBron. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I think that's that's more that's more fair, but um Ooh, okay. and, and, and I and I can't be like uh LeBron as a human. Yeah. Because Kobe did so much, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um but as far as like on the court, like Yeah. Who who we got. So I yeah. mean I guess if I guess if we look at it like that, we if we just going court and and we got to say Jordan, but I mean, Jesus. Yeah. LeBron, is, I mean, you took the, the D League and put it on your back and went to the finals. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oof. I mean, Jordan couldn't do it with the Wizards. You know what I'm saying? Like. like that 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 was, listen, I, I try to erase that part of my memory. You know what I mean? Like, that was, <laughs> seriously. That, yeah. I look at that as a, um, what do you call it? Um. A ownership deal. That, that was an asterisk. Yeah, ownership marketing ploy, right? I, I, I'm a new ownership owner, marketing. right? I've got to do do this to help the marketing to bring people out as a part of owning this team. That's how I saw that personally. That's how I tried to remember that, right? Me personally. It was rough, bro. It was rough watching. It was rough watching because his his mind was there, right? His body wasn't, right? You know what I'm saying, and I. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a it was a time to not remember. Like I I actually we have still, we still we still have to put that in the conversation. We do we do. I might edit it out of this interview because I literally had forgotten about it. Like I I blocked that out of my memory until you brought it up again. So I may edit that out. This may not make the cut. So. <laughs> All right. So so oh, throw the crown, man. Talk about talk about your mindset going into this one, like going into a 10th album, man, what are you, what, what are you focused on? What do you, how do you think about it? What do you, what do you conceptualize and trying to create? Give people a sense um, of that because I listened to it. Like I said, front to end at least twice. And then was listening to it again. Let me see. You sent it to me last Thursday, Friday. I had a couple yep. car rides. I listened to the whole joint a couple times. And then, then yeah. And it's well, Put together, I love the flow of it. One of the things I missed too, before you answer the question, is I'm not sure, and maybe it's just this is my analysis. I have no data to back this up. I think we are much more singles oriented now, as opposed yeah. to listening through to the full album. And Absolutely. a couple, couple albums come along, and I listen to them, and I go, man, I wish, I hope people listen to this whole thing. I said this about Wande's album. I felt like that was one you should listen through the whole thing. Uh, I yep. feel like I felt the same way about yours. It's just the it's the way it's 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 put together with the balance of features, non features, the thoughtfulness of who's in the features, the the different tempos and messages. And it's so funny, man, because I never considered you like an East Coast rapper. Your style, you kind of go different places. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I can I never would say like Brinson's East Coast. He's nobody just, does. Nobody. Yeah, does. I would never say nobody that does. about you. You dig what I'm saying? No, nobody. Nobody would be like. He's 
on a lyrical tip until you dive into my albums and my catalog and then you see the songs that I got with Eshawn and all these other guys. Yeah. Um, I think the mindset going into uh, Throw the Crown was I wanted to have a I wanted to have a feel of all the albums coming together like Petty D was on my very first album Escaping Me. He 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 was like the biggest feature mm-hmm. that I had and most and most expensive <laughs> feature that I had on, on my first album. And, and praise Ching. God, my old my oldest brother, he was he was such a Petty D fan. He was like, you gotta get him on the album. I was like, dude is charging this. Right. Now this was in 08 when Petty D was in, in prime mm-hmm. prime. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And he was like he cut me a check. He was like, get him on the album. Make it I, was happen. Like, I was like, hallelujah. Right. Yeah, you know, and um, I wanted to have that feel and, and just certain elements from each album that um that I thought was special. Right. Storytelling, um, certain productions, East Coast productions, ciphers, um, heartfelt joints things that was relatable because I'm big on album making. Like if you listen to any of my albums, I always try to have well put together albums because my favorite artists, uh, when I was growing up, they had great albums, not great singles. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, I tried to do all of that. And my mindset was to outdo every other album. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm always trying to outdo me, um, because I, I felt, my last, my ninth album that I put out last year, Reversing Tomorrow, was stellar. I felt that was my my Illmatic song. I mean, my Illmatic album because right. it had zero features on it, and lyrics was top tier and everything. You know, so I was trying to outdo that. And the past two projects didn't have features on it, so I wanted to bring back some people and some people I've been wanting to work with for a few years like cut right uh yeah. like say me and say was supposed to do a song five years ago yeah and it never happened so it, it happened on this one and um you know i just in at the heart of in the center of everything point pointing people to jesus and just trying to have that sense of the complete thought yeah. of whatever your accomplishments is whatever your desires and whatever you you've accomplished like this is my milestone album but it's still I'll still throw it at the feet of Jesus. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cut right did you well too. That song he was on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He, you know, and, and and with that song, we talked a bunch a lot about comic books and yeah. a lot of nerd stuff. And I you know what I'm saying? And I I go to these Comic Cons and things like that and I love it. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to have stuff that I like. I, I want that song that you're referring to, that was for me. You okay. know what I'm saying? I said I'm I'm a, I'm gonna do stuff I like too. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So what, you know, when you're releasing now, man, in the midst of everything that's happening now, because what was the recording timeline like? I started recording. um, Last July. Last July. Okay, right. So no anticipation. I I put put out reversing tomorrow in April of last year. Right. Took a few months to kind of promote it and just start it on it because I've been planning this release for a while. Okay. Like I want, I, I had the name for it. I knew the artist 
the comic book artist I was going to get to draw. And okay. then I knew the other comic book artist I knew who was going to color it. And um, I've been I've been planning it for a while. Got it. And when did you finish recording? Like, when did you tie the bow on recording and going to mastering and all that process? Um, February. February. So, okay. So no, right- no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. April. 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 Okay. So, in the midst. Yeah. So, the pandemic had broke. And uh, right before the Joy Floyd piece. And so, mm-hmm. you know, so now, you know, you come into a release in the midst of all this. How do you think about that, man? How do you think about um, an album release in the midst of pandemic, cry for social justice, and all those things? I think it's needed. I think we're hearing so much bad news that we need some good news. We need hope. We yeah. need the gospel. We need we need somebody speaking sober mindedly mm. that is God conscious to point us back to the cross. Um, that no matter how the world is looking and the world might be burning down, but somebody somebody got to be in the midst of the smoke saying, "God is faithful. He won't leave or forsake us. No matter." what the news say, no matter what wing you on, that we have to rely on the Lord and we can't let the media and everybody else pastor us because none of this caught God by surprise. Right. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't just turn around <laughs> and be like, Oh myself. Right. Um, they, they, they doing this. Now the scripture, the scriptures prepare, prepare us for every aspect of life. It yeah. prepared us for injustice. I mean, I was reading um, Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, and they talked about people in rule and people in power. When and, and and the the soft words turn away wrath, and how God is not how He detests injustice. And and then when you read about the ministry of Jesus, Jesus wasn't political, but He was for social justice, and yeah. and, and 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 He was for the poor, He was for the widows, He was for the people that was. That was the downtrodden. He was for absolutely. all of these people. He, absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He was he was for healthcare. He was healing people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. My my low key theory is the doctors and the uh, the other people low key wanted to kill Jesus too because you know what I'm saying he was emptying out these hospital beds. He was like, hey, the Aflac uh, duck was like, hey, that that get him out of here. I need his money. <laughs> so you know, exactly. That's my that's my theory. I can't prove it. Nobody can disprove it, but. Yeah, no, that's good. Now, I, I agree with you, man. We we need the beacons of light to to continue to do what they do. I've been encouraged by um, the the ministers who've come out and ministers, artists, whatever you call yourself, who've come out and continued to do different variations of concerts from home or yep. small small groups getting together at churches and you know what I mean who've sheltered in but then said oh let's get together and do things because I think they they help people in so many ways man who need need those touches and need those um, injections you know what I'm saying yeah. be re-injected yeah. with you know some like you said sober mindedness and reminders of you know God is still on the, still on the throne man he's Dude, still on the because, throne because if we if we if we let the world, social media, newspapers, and all the stuff on the internet preach to us, it'll choke out the word that we already know. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll 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 de- derail us from what we've already built our most holy faith on. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
and um, I did a I did a a, a a concert, but I only did it to encourage people. Gotcha. Because people, you know, what I'm saying we don't know the strain, stress that other people are going to during this thing. People have lost their jobs. People relationships are wrecked. Yes. Like people with their kids. Like you just see. You don't know how how people mental mind state and some people they want to pray but some people just pray around people when they went to church so right everybody right, prayer right. life is on a different road and i think um like what's the guy named dj d nice when he was doing the club quarantine for people yeah. and he's still doing it like that was encouraging the people because it gave them some sort of normalcy and hope mm-hmm. but i'm like we the ones who got the answer we got the hope we got the real hope right. that the world can't take and we got the real peace of god that we can deliver to people so i think it's it's really just important that we as as people who who carry the banner of christ do the will of god even in this moment because people need it you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah that's good what what advice are you giving people man as they come to you on these topics, you know what I mean? Coming to, you know, look, man, I'm looking for some advice. Uh, no matter what my situation may be, maybe I'm a parent, I'm, I'm recently unemployed, I'm, I'm a church person, um, I can't go. You know, what 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 counsel have you been giving to people, man? And, and, and add to that again, the social unrest and so many things in the mix, even the latest thing, right? Kanye running, et cetera. Um, I think you said a lot of it already, but if somebody asks you specifically, yo, bro, what should I be doing right now? You know what I'm I saying? Mean, a few a few things that I've, I've told people is um, I believe this, we have a unique opportunity right now, being, you know, being in quarantine and things like that. We have a unique opportunity to get the closest to Christ we've ever been. Because mm. we're not out in public, you know, doing the normal things. We're not watching the NBA. We're not in our travels. We're not in our busyness that we used to give people excuses with. So we we have a very unique opportunity to know God in such a way that we've never known him before mm-hmm. in our walk with the Lord. Yeah, And just even with me, like I've just been, training myself to read different things in the word and really I, my prayer was God reteach me how to pray to you yeah reteach me how to hear you reteach me how to how to be close to you because I think this is important because if you if you're a person like myself like hey Jesus coming back Jesus coming back hey he, he, he about to crack the sky he about to hey it's about to be on. Yep. And popping. If you somebody like me, I'm always thinking, well, he coming back closer than he was yesterday. So we have this unique opportunity right. to get to know the Lord, to find out, to find who we are, to find our purpose, to hone in on the calling of God and whatever that is. Um, because it's so much that we pray, oh, if I had this time to do this, I would do it. If I didn't have this, I would do it. Mm-hmm. God has given that to us. He has really answered a lot of prayer. And we and we just can't squander this time that he has given us. And um, I think uh, 
if if people are struggling in certain things like relationship wise and all this all these virtual courses and stuff that that are happening that are free this is the time to get in if you want to learn something it's mm-hmm. time to learn yeah it's time to it's time to it's time to learn it's time to rest it's yeah. time to get close to god it's time to love it's time to, to check on people i mean it's it's time to sow mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always time to sow absolutely um Absolutely. It's, it's time to, to 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 find your favorite artist who you who you used to listen to on on HCR and and find out if they still alive or not and, yeah. and let them know <laughs> that that you appreciate them. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I think it's it's one of them times we have to be really proactive and and really intentional mm-hmm. because let's just say in the next six months a vaccine comes out and things open back up. We don't want to look back on this time and be like, I could have. Yeah. I could I should have loved my 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 family more. I should have called somebody. You know what I'm saying? It is yeah. we we it's a unique opportunity. That's good. That's good right there. So when you think about um this tenth album, man, Throw the Crown, and it has so much I'm sure it has so much meaning to you, man, on so many levels. What would you hope to see accomplished through it? Honestly, I, I hope this is um, my biggest project, most successful project. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I went into making it like it's it's going to be my biggest project. Mm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and, you know, I've had deals before. Like I had um, that uh, exclusive deal with Best Buy and, you know, I had the the national distribution with like the the family christians the uh life ways the all those my albums been in there but um i pray this this is my biggest one you know what i'm saying yeah. and i i did i was down because i feel like i was the only one you know outside of my fan base really talking about it because i'm like man other platforms i i would think being in ministry this long and um being faithful and not wavering it would be celebrated more right, you know what i'm saying right. but um you know i just had to re realign my thinking of who i'm doing it for where my blessings come from and the impact of it i might not know it until i get to heaven that's you know right what I'm saying? like right. i don't know who it's gonna reach you yeah. know yeah so no, that's good the mindset was make it better than everything else. Right. And um and know in your mind it's gonna be the biggest one that you've done. Yeah. No, but level set your expectations. Yeah, and know, yeah, where your where your treasures are stored. Yeah, man. Yeah, you've always been, man, I appreciate you, man, because you've always been mad, um, sober, yet always have maintained that high level of hustle, brother. I've never seen you not be in hustle mode, man. Never. Man. Never. No, no matter what city or state we were in, <laughs> if I see you, <laughs> that brother is hustling. Man, it, it's um, I I see it as I see it as uh as this like you know if I think the music industry is high school right, mm-hmm. and um, if you're not invited to the cool kids table, you build your own house. Yeah. You make your own rooms with multiple tables, and yeah. you invite people at your table. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, 
you can't you can't build a house without hustling for it. Yeah. You know, and that's a that's a good segue, man, because one of the things I know that you do, and this is so apropos for a time like this, and, and the truth and I talked about this during his interview. Actually, and one day talked about this a bit too. You know, with with when this happens, and I love the the phrase and you know the truth brought up that uh, the black swan theory, right? A lot of times we don't we don't get what's happening until it hits, and then we go, oh, you know, we didn't realize something like that could happen. Of course, it can happen, right? But we don't think it can happen, right? And, and so is the case with swans. We always think it's only white swans until we see a black swan. Um, and that happens with things like this, right? It happens with the the stock market, with the crash in 07, 08, with the mortgages, right? And I remember that because I was in the, working at uh, J.P. Morgan Chase at the time, man, when that happened. And just, you know, sitting there watching th- those numbers was just uh, crazy. But mm. when you are totally dependent on one income stream and then it's gone, right? Mm-hmm. The whole thing, it is catastrophic. And I think people are learning to think about multiple streams and you've been multiple streams for a long time, at least in my estimation. And if I'm wrong, yes, clean, clean very, it up. Very long. But yes. as long as I've yes. known you, man, you've done uh, your CDs, merch, you've got a book, you've got, you know, other things. Publishing. Publishing, right, exactly. So yeah. to, spend a few minutes, man, on why, well, first of all, spend a few minutes on when that became important to you and maybe a few lessons learned and what has helped keep that going. It's it's always been important um, because if if you're if you're living off of this, your your mind hones in on what's working, what's not, and what can add to it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's 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 was my mindset because when I started out, I was just making beats, right? And trying to sell beats, and and then the label started. So then it was beats, let you know income from the label right. sales, and then I started rapping. Then it was like beats, uh, album sales from like other artists, um, then my sales, mm-hmm. then then the merch, and then um, when when I started really touring and kind of like opening up my mind on okay. What are people gravitating to? Like, how can I make my investment triple and and keep going? You know, yeah. and I and I just found out that T-shirts was the wave. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a CD is fifteen dollars and and a T-shirt is thirty, you make more T-shirts. Right. You know, like you you keep going, and then you go to other things, posters and so my mind has always been there. And then, you know, I went to school for music business. So I already knew about publishing and getting radio play and things like that. And then, um, fast forward 2020 podcast, Patreon, still publishing people, still buying CDs. Um, this album is on vinyl. I sold out of vinyl, still merch, still hat, still all of that. And all of that is, when, when you're depending on it, you have to think about it like multiple streams because the streaming, when streams happen and it affected CD sales, it affected it so negatively. But I didn't buy into the the falsehood that people don't buy CDs. It's, it's false. My, look, I've been selling 
pre-orders of my album and I have a link for digital mm-hmm. and I have a, a link for um, that you can buy digital directly from me and the link that you can buy the physical. Which one you think won? The physical, physical one. Way the way outdid the sales. Was the physical, way. did it have uh, something additional to it? Like you're going to send autographed or anything like that? Well, yes, but they did, I didn't put that. Okay. It was, it was surprises, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So I've, I've been putting, um, like, I'm still doing pre-orders or whatever, but I've been putting surprise packages together that I wanted the... I'm so appreciative of people buying my 10th album that I want to express and show them how much I appreciate them. So, I mean, one thing that I will say, you get a hand, I, I hand write a, a thank you note and uh, on top of the mm-hmm. other things that I send. So they gotcha. they get packages, packages, not no love. You gotcha. get a big package, you know <laughs> what I'm love. saying? And, and they don't know it. <laughs> right, but right. when they get it, everybody is pleasantly surprised. And if I know somebody got a, a child or whatever, I'm sending a kid something with it because, I, you know, we came from an era when you open up a CD, you you got a tangible thing that you can look at while you're listening. Right, and right. I want I wanted people to have tangible things because I'm like, look, it's memorable to me. I want it to be memorable to the people um, who listen to it. And and back to the to the money thing, I think artists have to have a mindset to work in percentages. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Work work in percentages as far as um when when you have Money coming in, where is it going? Like you know, I pay tithe. I do. I tithe my money, mm-hmm. and then I I I invest in other artists and other people. Like right. as long as the, as long as the earth remains, it's gonna be seed time and harvest. Right. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. As long as uh, as long as the, wait a minute, God is not mocked. As a man sow of that shall he reap. So if I'm constantly sowing, yes. And constantly, and then I'm not even talking about personal stuff yet. I'm mm-hmm. just talking about tithing, sowing, and then saving, right. and then investing. So those things happen even before bills and everything else hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and it has to have you have to have a percentage on every dollar that come in, right? Every sale, every, everything. But so you can you can be very conscious of where you really are like yeah, if you yeah. can really live off of it can you you know what i'm saying so right. i think artists have to be mindful of the future because what if you're not doing this for more than five years did you invest the the proceeds and the profits from when you were doing it can you do something with that do you have anything to show because i i woke up one day and i was just like holy crap we did all of these projects and i have zilch you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I, that had to change because I like God forbid anything happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, what what is it gonna look like? It don't matter if I can't leave anything for my parents or my nephews or anything like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, That's so good, all of that, man. all of that stuff is important. You know, even doing ministry, you, the Bible says a good, a good man leaves something. Like mm-hmm. we we are not thinking that we're thinking about hits but it's more than that you're affecting generations and god has given us a uh, opportunity to receive uh income and and uh and wealth and stuff like that that we can help other people so i mean i'm all for investing in in the kingdom and like yes my album is coming out you think i'm not looking for other people who who albums are coming out like 
how can I invest in them? They don't have to know. I I know. Right. God know. Right. And I'm never going to look for them to be paid back. I got to look to the Lord. So, I mean, the money thing is so is so important and so essential that you have the right heart. Because I, what I'm doing, Trey, I, I really want, I'm trying to prove to God that he can trust me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because what if one day he'd be like, you know, I know, I, bro, I know millionaires. I know a lot of them. What if one day one of them write me a check and say, do whatever the Lord told you to do. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Already in my mind have planned how I'm going to sow this money and how I'm going to uh, put it into the musical, uh, uh, put it into Christian hip-hop and, mm-hmm. and ministers and, and, and ministries and, and send people places. Like, dude, I, look, I, my mind is already there. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm just like, God, if you do it, I'm going to be faithful and we just going to get this gospel out because there's so many people who are on the other, on the backside of the mountain who need this, that pushing somebody to believe in them. I think one of the most important things that happened to me was somebody believing in me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my favorite Christian rapper is Canine, right? And this was years ago. And I was, you know, doubting myself. And dude was like, what are you doing? You already dope. What you mm. got to prove? And him saying that to me, and I'm like, you you the top one. Right. And you telling me I'm dope? Like, man. And and I think if if other people in, in the situation of doing full-time ministry, like everybody trying to figure this thing out. But if we had a machine to back people and, and to push them forward and to expose the music to the masses... I mean, the whole game would be different. Like, I think we have certain people to do it, but they haven't opened up the door for other people. Like, do we got hundreds and thousands of, of talented artists? Like, bro, I, I yeah. mean, these dudes just need, they just need somebody to invest in them and believe in them and send them. Yeah, yeah. Well said, man. I know that was a lot. Well I know said. That no, lot. that was good, man. Well said. You you should say a lot when you have a 10th album and over 100 on, songs, somebody. brother. Throw the crown. Well, you heard it first here, people. Throw the crown from your man, Brinson, from Jacksonville. Hey, let me ask you this closing question, man. Um, you've been on the road a lot. You've done a lot. Who Who is one person you can think of that you greatly admire but haven't met yet? And don't say I Jesus. Haven't met. haven't met yet. Don't say Jesus either, bro. Don't, don't try to take... I ain't going to do you like yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that, bro. Because I, I, I know you, man. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. But I'm gonna flex real quick. Boom. Absolutely. I'm gonna flex. I'm gonna flex. Yeah. I'm things every Christian hip hop. Pick that book up. Know. Pick that you know book up. Absolutely. Um, that I haven't met. Um. Oh, I know. Dietrich Hatton. Dietrich Hatton. Okay. Dude, his his music to me. I, I mean, out. If we just if we throw away the 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 reality TV stuff. We yeah, throw yeah, that yeah. Away. I got you. If we throw that away, I do. I would. If I if I had the budget, I would. I would have got Dietrich Hatton on, Is that right? on my album, bro. Oh yeah, man. yeah, yeah. With, 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 without a shadow of with a doubt, doubt, because to me, he is like the Michael Jackson of gospel. Yeah, I got you. Like, yeah, Dietrich. I mean, he has some. Seriously, bro, he has some bangers. He has some bangers. Dude, the seven, the seven day album. Mm-hmm. Seven days? Yeah. Nah, bro. Yeah. Like it production, like in the in the things that do do with his vocally. Yeah. Like he he's like a, a gymnast. He do gymnastics with his throat. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. 
It's gotcha. crazy. Well, you answered so, yeah. my second question because I was going to ask you, what would you what would you ask him if you met him? I know what you'd ask him. Be on. Let's, let's, Be on let's this get, thing. Let's do this Let's track. do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this let's track. Do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know man. What I'm I mean, I mean, I tried to get a, I tried to get a Tony Stone beat, bro. Uh-huh. I was that because I was like, if if it was anything I wanted to bring back from the era uh-huh. of a of, of a early era Christian rap, I wanted to get a, a, a Tony Stone beat on the project. Gotcha. It didn't happen, but I'll. Almost. 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 That's Almost. what's up, man. Hey, well, look, congrats, bro. I'm looking forward to spinning these things on Holy Culture. Yeah. yeah. And uh, any videos that come, you know you got our support, brother. So, Praise as God. always, man, good to see you, man. Appreciate you, brother.